Good evening, people. This is Trapo. I'm Dustin. I'm Kai. And, uh, well, we've got something a little different for you this time around. We don't have a specific topic to discuss. Instead, this is an idea we've been kind of playing with for a while. We have several new comments on the old Trapo blog. That is T-R-A-P-P-O-Show.blogspot.com. Traposhow.blogspot.com. And uh, we've decided to do a, a special episode where we just read the new comments on the blog and discuss them in a segment or a format or a new thing we've decided to call, I think, Trapo's Mailbag? Or was it Sack? Was it Sack? Welcome to Trapo's Mail Sack. Oh, hey, God. everybody. That this sounds is... <laughs> so gross. His mail sack. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Welcome that... to Trapo's Mailbag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that sounds vaguely insinuating, but but also not. Yeah. Mail sack. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Trapo's bulging scrotum. His fat dick bag. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. it it's, there's, there's comments in there. And, uh, well, we're going to read them. We're going to read these comments to you, dear listener, and uh, then we're going to talk about them. We haven't read these comments, first off. We don't know what they say, and there may or may not be anything to talk about. So this could be an incredibly short episode. You're probably happy if you hear those words, short episode, considering the last episode was like an hour and 16 minutes. So, uh, yeah. Do you want to get us started, Kai? Uh, Well, you know I want to get us started. I want to fucking kick this pig. The first comment I'm going to read is actually on our episode one of trapo's christmas mixtape i got I, i've been drinking brandy earlier yeah. it's happening i'm good it's going down uh, i'm not sober but i'm good so uh the first comment on the first episode of our christmas mixtape was by you'll not believe this anonymous oh, I thought was, is, it, is it fucking mac did he comment <laughs> no. <laughs> no it was by anonymous anonymous says i'm not the biggest christmas music fan but most of your picks are pretty solid at least so far i don't know what part two will bring but you seem to be building a pretty good playlist but i would have to take out wonderful christmas time because after hearing it so many times it's like hearing somebody chew aluminum foil right next to my ear but that's just my opinion so that's basically what we said in the in in the actual episode it's, it, it's understandable we could understand and for a long time i think i probably even said i thought it was pretty annoying too but then after a while it just kind of became an ode to christmas in my brain and then i went from hating it to being like oh it's a stupid quick christmas song and that's it anyways so so anonymous continues if you're asking for recommendations i would suggest really anything christmas sung by dolly parton i know she's put out at least one or two christmas albums and they're pretty entertaining i think nora jones just released a christmas album i haven't heard it yet but i like her music a lot anyway so i don't see how it could be bad i like the podcast but i'm not sure i needed to hear about you getting boners when you were a young <laughs> child tmi but i will be back to listen to part two whenever it drops thanks thank you anonymous and uh yeah you're right. You didn't need to hear, no, hear about we that. Didn't, but... We didn't need to hear about boners, but uh, Earth, hey, Eartha Kit, it's it's not our yeah. fault. Sorry. Yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? When I was talking about the whole boners thing, just to clarify, it was Catwoman. Yeah. I, I was a little. I was like eight years old. I did. I wasn't literally erect. I was being facetious. I was not literally rock hard watching Batman episodes when Catwoman showed up. I'm just saying, when you're a young man, never mind. When you're a young, yeah. Man, th- no. Don't don't even don't even. Yeah. I, look, I'm sorry for talking about childhood boners. I'm very sorry. It was a fact of life that you should have edited 
it out, but you didn't. And you it, put it out in the world. And now everyone knows about our childhood boners. It will happen again. <laughs> it's going to happen again. It happened again in the part two when you talked about <laughs> Kylie Minogue giving us both boners. So, yeah, you did it. That was you that time. Yeah, it was my fault. Oh, fuck. You're the one talking about, oh, man, Earth the Kid. I was, please, God, let it be a Catwoman episode. Don't, don't say it was all me. Oh, no. I said, no. I don't want to say boner. I, uh, <laughs> I forgot when I was editing the episode. I put it in because I thought it was funny. But later on, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have kept that whole fucking the nun thing. In. I should have taken that out. <laughs> that was bad. I, I, I did censor the part where I was talking about how they were going. I fucking, but yeah, I probably should have. I probably should have cut that whole thing up. But I couldn't help it. I had to keep it's, it in. It's all good. I don't really care. I did. So. I did get that for Christmas, by the way. The nasty habits set. The nun thing. Oh yeah, I knew I was getting it because I bought it. That was my Christmas present to myself. Anyways, yeah, right. I'm sorry. Dolly Parton has some good Christmas music. She does, yeah. and I think we both wouldn't disagree with Nora Jones's ability to sing. I I'm forgot sure she, I'm she sure had a she Christmas has. album out. I forgot about that. I'm sure her Christmas and yeah. It was, Exactly. I saw that and I was like, oh, oh, I bet she has a badass Christmas album. Here's the problem. It just came out like in November or something. Oh. But uh, yeah, here's the thing. Christmas right. is done. So that's going to have to wait until next November for me to even like think of listening to it. Yeah. Especially after doubling up for podcast research. I'm done. So I'm a big fan of Nora Jones. But uh, next year, when it's not uh, a brand new album, it'll probably be on, on rotation on like uh, Amazon and playlists and shit. I don't think we'll do another Christmas mixtape maybe we do something different next year with yeah, movies but, or yeah we gotta mix it up but i don't know we we may briefly discuss nora jones's uh christmas album at some point next year thank yeah. you anonymous nothing but positivity and even though they disagreed with one of our picks they didn't shit on us they just said look i heard that so many times if you play it again i'm gonna blow my fucking brains out got it i felt Wonder the same way <laughs> wonderful christmas time is uh special in that regard and it's also one of those like earbugs that gets in there and then you and then you just hear it god damn it you can't get rid of it that was anonymous thank you for your comment anonymous thank you for your positivity and we will keep it up we'll keep it up <laughs> keep up our keep up those keep up those earth of kit boners you know what i'm saying every christmas baby oh. you will notice if you did listen to that episode that uh when i mentioned santa buddy normally you'd think i might have put a clip from that song in there i oh, declined no. to do so because i, I hate you. i hate the song so much i chose deliberately not to put it in there because like i don't want to put this out there in the world all right well uh you said you had a you had another comment you wanted to read what, what oh, yeah, episode we, was uh, that on the next comment we'll be addressing is from uh the good great or garbage episode for jim steinman's bad for good this comment believe it or not is from our old friend anonymous oh i know I know. Anonymous writes, I've never been the biggest Meatloaf fan, but I like enough of the music. I didn't really know anything about Jim Steinman before listening to the show. I thought it was all pretty cool. I have to agree with the one guy that that Left in the Dark song is awful, though. I <laughs> bet... But I don't think that any of the other covers of the song were that good either, from what I heard on your episode. But that's just me. Oh, damn. I'm not a Barbra Streisand person. I guess my favorite Meatloaf song is Paradise by the Dashboard, because it's really the only one I know at all. Maybe I should start getting into that stuff now. Thanks for the show. I enjoyed it. Okay. Only Paradise by the Dashboard light. is a great fucking song, so that that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's not a Barbra Streisand fan. Apparently, he only knows one Meatloaf song and couldn't get the 
title right, but uh, close enough. He knows one meatloaf song. Think Honestly, I didn't know yeah. shit about Jim Steinberg right. until you told me about all this shit. So like, yeah, if you just listened to like Bad at Hell, you'd never know about Jim Steinman. You never know. Jim Steinman is a personality to be sure, but he's aside from really bad for good. He was the songwriter. He was the producer. I mean, if you didn't pick up a Meatloaf album and it says songs by Jim Steinman on the cover, if you just heard all that shit on the radio, you probably wouldn't know about Jim Steinman. That's understandable. Which is kind of interesting that, that we educated someone about something that we don't really know about, but but just by bringing it up and talking about all the other covers, which is basically a similar revelation that I had after I actually did a little bit of research for that episode. And Holy shit. Wait, he wrote that song and that song and that song, but nobody knows who the fuck this dude is. I knew people know yeah. Kai. Not a lot I mean, of people. But... Not a lot of people. One of my teacher friends, who's like a old man rock and roller kind of dude, I was like, I just happened to see the day Jim Steinman died. I was like, oh, Jim Steinman died. And he was like, oh shit, really? And I was like, you're probably the only. Wait, no. One of my other co-teachers, another old dude, was the radio DJ for like 20 years at the college radio station until they like shut the whole radio program down at the college and just turned it into a local NPR antenna station. And he was like, you know, had a career for 20 years and they were like, Hey, guess what? Sorry. Bye. Get yeah. the fuck out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like they handed him a card that said that those two old guys and you are probably the only other people I know who hear Jim's <laughs> the name Jim Steinman and be like, was he a professional wrestler? I think oh, he was yeah. from the eighties, right? Wasn't he? Wasn't he didn't, one of those... didn't he have a big feud with like Brutus, the the barber beefcake or whatever the fuck? Yeah, the, the the fucking beefcake. Yeah. Didn't he tag team with Marty Jannetty? No, it wasn't Jim Steinman. <laughs> what was the fucking tag team he was in with Shawn Michaels? They had a name, I'm sure, but I don't care. I didn't care back then. Anyways, yeah, obviously I, he was the one who disappeared. Yeah. And Shawn Michaels. I just remember to... that Shawn Michaels betrayed him and then became a superstar. Marty Jannetty faded into obscurity. Triple H is going to be running this bitch for the rest, the rest of our lifetimes. Yeah. I'm, I'm in with this that guy, guy. This guy I've never met is even in wrestling yet. He's going to be running this shit someday. I had a dream, a prophecy. I'm going to hitch my wagon. He's, he's going to bang star. the boss's daughter, bro. The boss's daughter's three years old. I know, I know, I know. No, no. Later, listen, later. Listen, 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 not, not right now. A guy in a bunny suit came to me and said I had to do these things in order to save the world. Yeah, I'm not. Funny. I'm not saying it's like Shawn Michaels Darko or whatever the fuck. That's not what happened. This didn't, it didn't happen. Shawnee Darko. There you go. Shawnee Darko. That's what I was going for. I'm so sorry. What What are we talking about? The Rockers. The Rockers. Right. Okay. Yeah. You just made a Marty Jannetty reference. Who does that? Where do you get off making Marty Jannetty references in the 21st century? Who Fucking the fuck do you think you are? Action Bronson does, and he's he he can. I don't. I don't know. I'm okay I, with it. I've never heard of shit, so I'll have to acquiesce here. You, you know it. Well, here's the thing. I'm getting progressively drunk, so we got to keep this shit going. Oh, we got. Oh, we got comments. Wait, did we did we finish addressing that? Thank you, first off, Anonymous, for your comment. Uh, I'm glad that we taught you a little something about Meatloaf and Marty Jannetty. I mean, and, and, Jim, <laughs> and Jim Steinman. I, I mean, mean, Jim Steinman. Well, I mean, Marty Jannetty, too. We, we all learned a little something about Marty Jannetty tonight. Thank you for your comment, and, uh, you know, keep listening if you want or not. If you don't want to, look, it's fine. We get it. Yeah, it's, it's okay. I understand. 
So the next comment I'm going to read is also from Trapo's Christmas Mixtape Part 1. And this is a returning commenter. It's, it's from our friend Big Bear. Yeah, no, okay. Well, Did you read this? No, read I, this no I read the first comment. I mean, I'm not going to get on him about the podcast doesn't sound great. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I, I felt like maybe I was a little too hard on him the last time. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. Big Bear says, you actually replied to my comment, exclamation. For your information, my family used to take summer vacations up at Big Bear Lake when I was growing up. And, that, and that's why I used the nickname. I, don't, I can't believe I fucking got it right. I yeah, feel like I won something. He, he I don't fucking, know what it is. Okay, yeah, okay, you're absolutely right. You're right, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I must have been way off. I don't know why I was thinking of the whole, like, you know what oh, bears hold on. are. Hold on. Yeah, oh, oh, hold on. No, it's not a gay fetish thing, and I don't know why you would automatically think that was the reason for my handle. I don't know why either. I'll Neither do we, Big Bear. That stuff's really nobody's business, and I wouldn't advertise something like that anyways. It's okay, though. I won't hold it against. Okay, good. I understand what it's like to not have a bunch of money to get the best possible equipment but if you want to make a real podcast then you have to try a little harder i think you're never going to get big listener numbers if your show sounds the way it currently does people just aren't going to want to listen to an hour of okay sounding voices buried by a bunch of chirping crickets and clicks and scratches and stuff understandable and if you don't have the money to get a good, good equipment i doubt you have the money to advertise either so nobody's ever going to hear about your podcast i don't know what advertising has to do with well no, if you advertise then you get the word out people hear about it. that i guess that makes sense Maybe. you advertise your podcast like if you pay for ads on like facebook or twitter or whatever oh yeah you, you get it in front of eyes and then they might be more inclined to like click play i guess like, right but i don't have like i said we don't have the money for advertising either so i mean yeah. he's right there your audience still won't grow if you want to make it in this business oh apparently big bear is in the podcast business if you want to make it in this business you have to commit to it you have to be ready to drop some time and money into making your show sound professional so that people will want to listen to it without your show feeling like some kind of endurance test with a show that sounds as rough as this especially with such a bizarre and <laughs> and nothing name like trapo oh what's uh, wrong with trapo i'm surprised surprise spelled wrong surprised anybody listens to, listens to it at all and you want to moan about nobody's supporting a potential patreon no 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 i'm not moaning about it i'm just trying to be realistic who's the who the fuck is going to support a, a trapo patreon but nobody has an incentive to support your show as it is now which was what your point who, who wants to put down their own hard-earned money to support a show that sounds like crap right now right. and might never improve you have to meet your audience halfway tough love man as for christmas music i'm not really a big fan for the most part but i really like the Lindsay sterling's warmer in the winter it's pretty recent and it's mostly instrumental but she's an incredibly talented violinist and the music is top-notch i think it's pretty good for setting the mood for a holiday season warmer in the winter is a pretty good album honestly i, I didn't um, pick any songs from it but it's pretty good stuff i, I actually her. just just She's very saw, talented. saw her a couple songs kept coming up on this playlist and I was like, Lindsay Sterling. And then I looked it up and I was like, it was from 2017. And I was like, oh shit, this is really yeah, good. I have Warmer in the Winter. It's a very good album. She just toured. She just came through Wichita. She's done that That's for cool. a few years now. Nice. I like the album. Now as to uh, Mr. Big Bear's other points regarding uh, the overall quality of our podcast. I don't know. What are your thoughts, Kai? What are your thoughts? Uh, for the most part, they're, they are 
are correct as far as the quality, but the other thing is we're also not really trying to advertise or... I do advertise a bit on... I'm not advertising. I don't have the money. I mean, I, I know you share share stuff on social yeah, media. Hashtags and stuff can get the word out to a degree, and that's what that has that has actually grown our audience to a degree. I'm not going to lie. I, I don't know. There seems to be... Would you call it a thin line between tough love and perhaps just being an asshole um, i don't like the idea of being negative to our, our uh, returning guest big bear but uh i don't know some of those comments came off a little uh i don't want to say unnecessarily negative uh maybe but also like honestly i probably wouldn't have listened to our podcast if it wasn't well, us yeah i mean we so. mentioned it when we addressed his last comment basically working with incredibly limited resources we're doing yeah. okay you know, if those things were totally, like, minimal, I would understand. But the fucking Cricket episodes was, it was not, it was rough. Veronica was bad. But here's yeah. the thing. He left that comment on part one of our Christmas episode, right? Yeah. That one sounded pretty fucking good. But yeah, you know what? I was actually listening to that one. I was like, okay, this sounds way better. I was hoping while reading the comment that there would be like, well, at least this one sounds a little no, better. There's no positive there. It's just fuck your garbage podcast. Oh, oh by the way, listen to Lindsay Sterling. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. There's the part of me that, that kind of gets uh, a little bit defensive. I'm like, I understand the limitations of our podcast. I've mentioned this before. I mean, look, considering what we're doing and the limitations we have, I think the last several episodes have sounded pretty fucking good. Look, Big Bear, if, look, here's the thing. If, if you think things aren't, aren't going to improve, no one's gonna, like, and I wasn't whining about it. No one would support us on Patreon. I wasn't whining about that. I was being realistic. Yeah. You don't have to keep listening. If you don't want to listen to this podcast, you feel like it's an endurance test. You can just stop listening. It's okay. We could drop to 99 listeners. I don't give a shit if we lose, <laughs> if we lose Big Bear. You think I fucking care? I, I'm glad you listened while you, all you did. I don't want to come down on you in the holiday season. I'm sorry about that. I understand all of your complaints, Big Bear. I genuinely do. But look, we're doing our best here. We're trying to have a good time. That's literally what this show is about. We're trying to enjoy ourselves. Hopefully somebody enjoys it too. If you don't enjoy it, you can yeah. get the fuck off the internet. Yeah. And as far as the, the title, one of the things, quote, everyone has a podcast and that's fairly literal. It's always like one or two words with and someone's name. We've done this for over a fucking decade, okay? Our first podcast was literally called The Podcast of Lies. We've had three podcasts that are basically the same fucking thing. Podcast of Lies, Lies My Podcast Told Me, Trapos Chaphouse. Now, maybe if you've heard the title Trapos Chaphouse, I'm thinking maybe you can guess as to what the fuck that's supposed to be a clever homage to. I'm not going to say the name, but if you have a working brain, maybe you understand what the fuck that means. Trapo is just a derivation of Trapo's Chap House. Maybe you've never listened to Trapo's Chap House. Maybe you haven't. That's perfectly the, fine. This, Nobody has. Probably fine. But the idea behind the name of Trapo is just that it's such a fucking weird name. This is the movie podcast. This is music and us. Fuck that. We, we decided we wanted to call the show Trapo because it's fucking Trapo. That's it. That's literally it. For the reason that it's weird and it doesn't mean anything. Right. We're the shit and, that talks and... about stuff on purpose. This is Sunday Sports Podcast with with uh, Brian Brand. Let's talk about music today podcast. No, no, Monday, we're Monday morning football podcast with Billy and the Kids. 
we're the show that has the creepy cartoon clown on the fucking cover. That's us. We're the creepy cartoon clown people that talk yeah. about pop culture. That's us. Mostly music, but we talk about other stuff too. We will eventually. I swear to God, we will. I swear we'll, we'll do another movie. We'll, we'll do another movie eventually. Chapo is just a name. It's just a fucking name. It's never going to be anything else. I don't care about any of that bullshit. I like Chapo. Chapo is what the show is called. Honestly, Big Bear, from the bottom of my heart, I'm glad that you have listened to at least two episodes of the show. I'm glad. I appreciate it. I think we both do. We both appreciate you listening to the show. We Indeed. both we both genuinely appreciate your feedback. Your criticisms are valid. If this was a perfect world, we would love to upgrade our podcast. We would love to be able to, to have professional microphones, professional recording equipment. We would love this show to sound pristine. I think we both would, but guess what? Yeah. We don't live in a perfect world. Even some podcasts I've heard from professional podcasters that were recorded over Zoom, they don't sound much better than the Christmas episode that that you posted the other day i was like oh well that doesn't sound bad i've listened to people who like make hundreds of dollars a month on patreon that did it over zoom from their fucking couch and it sounded about the same i'm glad you've decided to to comment again i genuinely appreciate it i don't want to come down on you i agree with many of your criticisms we both do but here's the thing we do not have the resources to upgrade our equipment and as you were so kind to point out no one's going to support a, a Trapo Patreon. They're not going to do it. What are the odds our show will, will catch on infinitesimal? It's not going to happen. We like doing what we're doing, and we're going to keep doing what we're doing. We're glad you chimed in. We will try to make it better quality at some point. If you like what you're hearing aside from that, you can keep coming back. We, we would be glad to continue reading your comments. We're fine with it. We, we, like, we like the engagement. Trapo is what Trapo is right now spoiler alert it's not going to change for at least another <laughs> another six months or so if you don't like what trapo is right now it's okay to jump ship we're not going to blame you literally the only thing that'll happen will be slightly better quality oh yeah that's, we're that's, still going to be and, rambling about garbage in our own particular way there will be that's bullshit there will be bullshit and boners well let's be real yeah it's going to get worse in some respects <laughs> before it gets better i swear to god <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, thank you for your comment, Big Bear. And uh, right now we're going to move on to uh, a comment from, uh, once again, this is a second comment from uh, the Good Greater Garbage Jim Steinman's Bad for Good episode. This is from Not Anonymous. It's from John Doe, our good Ooh. friend John Doe. This is oh, Johnny Doe. This may be the same John Doe who, who commented previously. John Doe comments, I've listened to my fair amount of meatloaf albums, but I have to say, I didn't know Bad for Good existed. Before now, I had no idea Jim Steinman ever made a, a solo album in his life, and I guess I've learned a thing or two from this episode. It's really neat having you guys break down some of the differences between the better-known versions of these songs and their original cuts from this old album that went under my radar forever. And that stark raving love song transforming into holding out for a hero blew my fucking mind. I remember hearing that song during the end of Short Circuit 2, and it's been living rent-free in my head ever since, along with some, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, along with some other stuff in my head from that movie that may have fucked me up for life, but that's off-topic. Not, to- not really. <laughs> right. Thanks for the podcast. I thought it was pretty good. Okay, well, first off, John Doe, the Short Circuit 2 connection you mentioned, I, Kai, I mentioned to you at some point in my, while we were, like, doing well, podcasting. I don't know if, I was going to say, I don't know if it was in the episode, but you told me about this. I remember oh, you this was talking about ago. Short Circuit. There's a sequence during Short Circuit 2 where Johnny Five, the sentient robot, 
is systematically dismantled by a pair of goons and the, the entire time when he's being beaten almost to death with crowbars he's literally begging for his life That fucked me up. The first time I saw Short Circuit 2, I was probably five or six years old. That scarred me for life. That's gotta be what this uh, John Doe is referring to. That has to be. There's nothing else in that movie that would literally scar somebody for life. Johnny Five was your friend. He was a cool robot. You see the sequel, Johnny Five is almost beaten to death by goons with crowbars Uh while begging for his life. Guess what? That's gonna fuck up a six-year-old kid's head. Yeah. During the climax of Short Circuit 2, when Johnny Five has augmented himself into kind of a punk rock version of himself, and he's going after Oscar, the bad guy, that Bonnie Tyler song, Holy Out for a Hero, that's when it plays. And that's the first time I heard the song. Yeah, I mean, technically, me and John Doe are on a very similar wavelength there, because that was literally my first exposure to the song, Holy Out for a Hero. And I remember the first time I heard Stark Raving Love, and it started, I'm thinking, is this Holding Out for a Hero? What the fuck is this? And then I realize it's a completely different goddamn song. <laughs> it's literally a completely different song. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. This is somehow some kind of bizarre mutated blueprint for what became a real song later. You know, this isn't even a real song. Star Raving Love is a thing that became a song later. What are your thoughts? Kind of, what are your thoughts on John Doe's very, uh, what are your thoughts on his comment? I only vaguely remember Short Circuit too. so. I just remember in the first one thinking about, like, if, if they're accepting that this is, like, a sentient being, everyone is really shitty to this fucking dude and his friend. And then I, I was like, oh, wait, no, th- that's life. This is kind of life. <laughs> yeah but it, is it or he's it? a miracle johnny five is a miracle right especially in the 80s he was a fucking miracle what are you stupid bullshit go get me a fucking cocktail stupid fucking robot <laughs> let's, let's beat the robot to death i'm not gonna get into the thanks whole, john doe i'm not gonna get into the whole fisher stevens was pretending to be a literal indian man in the short circuit <laughs> movies i'm not gonna do that oh, that's yeah. that, that's a whole can of worms i'm not gonna open oh. here He's but definitely yeah. not an Indian man, isn't he? He's white. He's, <laughs> he might be whiter than me, Kyle. It's as white as we are. Fuck. It was on. Okay, it was on. I was, like, homesick from school. I had, like, the clap or whatever. Whatever, whatever <laughs> kids have. Whatever <laughs> kids have. I think you got your um, diseases mixed up, my friend. I'm a little cute with the clap. Yeah, I got the clap when I was seven. Grandma, I'm seven years old. I got the clap. Pick me up. <laughs> What did you say? Get in the car. I'm going to take you home and make you some soup. <laughs> did we finish that comment? Yes. We finished the comment, right? All right. Yeah. Are we, ta- are we still talking about Christmas? Is that- the next comment I'm going to read is on Trapo's Christmas Mixtape Part 2 that was released Christmas Eve. Oh. And both comments on this one were on Christmas Day. The first comment is from our oldest and dearest friend, Anonymous. I love you, Anonymous. Merry Christmas, Anonymous. That's perfect, because Anonymous says, I listened to both parts of your Christmas mixtape episode yesterday while wrapping presents, and I have to say, it was honestly better than actually listening to Christmas music. (laughs) 
fuck yeah, man. You know what I'm yeah. That's like the best thing. That's like, yeah. M- m- are you fucking kidding me? It made me pretty me? proud there. Are you fucking kidding me? Just for clarification, what did he say? I'm not, I'm drunk. I listened to both, both parts of your Christmas mixtape episode yesterday while wrapping presents, and I have to say, it was honestly better than actually listening to Christmas music. There you go. That's like the greatest present. That's the greatest gift. I'm sorry. This is the goods. I got all the good parts without all the filler and some entertaining conversation on top. So I think you guys did an okay job. Thanks for making the episode and Merry Christmas. We did you something know, right. <laughs> we did something right. The, I just realized wait, Anonymous was wrapping presents for three fucking hours. Oh my God. <laughs> you... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here's I'm, glad you, I'm glad you had us to entertain you, but goddamn, that was a task. I was wrapping presents for over three hours, so oh. uh, yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. I was watching fucking Hallmark Christmas movies because that's all that, I, that was just on TV. I'm sure I didn't have as good a time as Anonymous had listening to our podcast. I'll say it. I should have been listening to our podcast. <laughs> you know what? I listened to our podcast on Christmas Eve, the first part, so. that That's a very uh flattering comment i mean like i don't need you to fluff us that's not what this is about but honestly that was very nice i think we did an okay job and that and that is a good way uh to tell us it wasn't perfect but hey you guys kept me entertained and i didn't have to listen to fucking christmas music i'm happy with it coming let's be honest christmas music even at its best sometimes can be a chore yeah so yeah i mean if we helped in some very small way we helped you get through your own holiday trials and tribulations and you know what thank you very much i genuinely appreciate that we thank you you have another comment to read i believe I have a comment listed. This is going to be a short one. This is from the Album Exchange, Jimi Hendrix, Yeah, Yeah, Yeah's episode. Our comment is from Anonymous. Now, Anonymous states, oh, my God. I should have screened this. I'm going to read this. I don't know what this means. I'm going to read it. Yeah, yeah, yes is our records should be inside your canon and blow them up. Who needs them? Merry Christmas. I'm going to read this again, just so you know, just so you understand. I'm not changing any words. This is what it says. And this is all caps. Yeah, yeah, yes. Is Al Records should be inside your cannon and blowed them up. Who needs them? Merry Christmas. Perfect. That was was it. Yeah. (laughs) Thank Uh, you, Anonymous. AL Records. And blowed them up. B l o w e d. Blowed them up. <laughs> oh, e d. I was just. Yeah. I was imagining a d, but no. Blowed, blowed them up. Blowed. Who needs them? It's like it's yelling it at you. Who needs them? Merry Christmas. I don't know if this anonymous, if English is their first language. It sounds like they don't like fever to tell. I guess is what I'm getting from this. I, uh, yeah. And then they say Merry Christmas. So you know, anonymous. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, motherfucker. Uh, so, anyways. Yeah, that was it. I have nothing else to say. That's the, it. The next comment I was going to read is from the Trapo Christmas Mixtape Essentials Part 2 also. And this is from our old friend CJ. CJ commented, just today on Christmas. Merry Christmas, Trapo. Merry Christmas, I- CJ. 
Merry Christmas, CJ. I enjoyed both episodes overall, and it's cool, I guess, that you guys got into the holiday spirit and put a couple of your honorable mentions into the canon. But why didn't you just go all the way and put all of your songs in? Why leave some of them out if you just like them so much? It's not too late, and if you do decide to do it, tell the listeners it was CJ's idea. One of my favorite holiday traditions is driving around town. I live in Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, I'm so sorry. Omaha, Nebraska? I'm so sorry, CJ. On some late December evening, and looking at all the Christmas lights. Seeing all the houses lit up and festive always puts me in the mood, even if I'm feeling a little grinchy that year. I also slow smoke a ham every year because I enjoy it, and my family also devours the damn thing like hyenas on the 25th. So I must be doing something right. What are some of your favorite traditions? What do you guys do to bring in the holidays? CJ wants us to talk to him. Let's start at the beginning I guess. What did he say about our honorable mentions? Why didn't we just put all of them in? And I think literally putting those like two songs that we mentioned was a spur of the moment thing that we right. did because we were probably yeah. tired and drunk well, at that my point. My thing was Every Day is Christmas by Sia was a song that I liked so much. It literally pissed me off that I couldn't include it in my top 10. I tried to make it an immediate compromise with Kai because Sleigh Ride is a, is a stone cold classic by the Ronettes. And I figured hey trade one classic for a modern classic that was it yeah but yeah uh, honestly there's really no reason for us not to include all of our honorable mentions in the canon now is there because we love those songs so i mean let's let's be real here do you really not want to put little drummer boy peace on earth in the canon in the christmas mixtape because i really do i'd be okay with that being in the mixtape yeah how, how about this Let, let's do what cj said let's just say all of our honorable mentions from that episode are now in the canon we'll, we'll add them to the mixtape they're all in the mixtape our mixtape is literally every song we mentioned apparently including little drummer boy peace on earth by david Bowie and bing crosby david let's Bowie do it can it be Hey, and guess what? Everybody, it was CJ's idea. It was we CJ's did it, idea. And we did it. And you know what? If you have a fucking idea, you can leave us a comment or send us an email and we're fucking bored. We'll probably do it. Was that it? But he had more to say, right? Was that it? He asked about some of our favorite holiday traditions. Um, and one thing that you and I always did, like literally from the, the day I turned 16 and I can drive us around, we would go to the movies Christmas Day, usually right. after after all the festivities had been had and we had gone everywhere and done everything and everybody was tuckered out there was always like a nine or ten o'clock showing of some weird shit right. and you're like hey 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 hey, can you make it here in time to get to the oh yeah i'll be i'm on my way so going to see a movie was our tradition just you and i for probably fucking two decades in terms of like like now what are your traditions now like, like so i have continued that tradition in a slightly different way with my wife and children we go to the movies christmas eve night and the girls like to go in their pajamas so sometimes we'll buy them like new pajama pants or whatever we'll go see a movie on christmas eve one of the things the the girls will do like a sister present exchange but they morphed it in on their own into a, like a gift box snack exchange 
And so we let them spend like around 20 bucks and they each like will load up a box full of the uh, whichever other sister they draw snacks. And then they'll smuggle them into the movies. And uh, that way they have their favorite snacks in the movies. So yeah, going to the end uh, this year, we got Asa involved. So he made a snack list and the girls picked out snacks for him and got him involved. And he smuggled some snacks and what? Nana, can we do this? Technically, no. But we're Technically, doing... no. It's all good. Everybody, it's all good. We were going to see Spider-Man No Way Home, so. Right. I don't know about, like, really, uh, we talk about traditions that I do. The only tradition that really comes to mind, and this is weird, I've been doing this one way or another for almost 10 years now. I watched, on a whim, the fourth season of Saturday Night Live, the Christmas episode, which was hosted by Elliot Gould. it's not a good episode overall it's okay none of the sketches are great but there's a sketch and i know the exact time code when it occurs it's 37 minutes and 20 seconds into the episode where elliot gould is passed out on a street corner it's snowing it's christmas night he's passed out drunk on a stoop next to him is is a, a shuttered closed liquor store Suddenly, a character walks up to him. It's Dan Aykroyd, dressed like the like the Doers logo, the dandy mm-hmm. in the in the kilt, and starts talking to him in a, in a Scottish accent. And then suddenly, two other characters approach. One of them, John Belushi, dressed up as the beef eater gin guy. Garrett Morris, dressed up as Johnny Walker. And they're talking to, to Elliot Gould about they've come to show him the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> they're literally the spirits of Christmas. Elliot Gould, he's a full-blown alcoholic. Oh, so you're here to help me. To help me quit drinking, right? That's what this is all about. Stop drinking? Bloody, look at yourself. You've lost your job, your liver's about to go, and you're lying in an alley on Christmas Eve. If anybody ever needed to tie one on, it's you. We're not here to stop you drinking. We're here to take you on a legendary bender. That's the whole point of the sketch. The, the spirits of <laughs> Take Christmas. him on the most epic bar hop. Basically <laughs> take him to, to drink himself to death. That's the point. Yeah. The sketch is shabby as hell. All the actors, they start like flubbing their lines. At some point in the sketch, Garrett Morris is especially bad at this. I, 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 I am best taken internally. The whole sketch feels cobbled together. Like they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And there's a point where Dan Aykroyd starts to sing a song. A band shows up. And it's shabby and out of key. And he he sings a song, and the song is burned into my memory. Life needs to pretend it's important. Needs to act like the force in control. Needs to call the shots and not all the nuts. It's a bully, but That's the song he sings. And that song, for some goddamn reason, burned into my brain. And it will never leave. 
Life can go wait in the car. Dan Aykroyd uses Christmas magic to open the liquor store. He opens the liquor store with his magic. So they're literally going to walk him into the liquor store, have him drink himself to death on Christmas night. That's what happens at the end of the sketch. That is my Christmas tradition. Every year for the past 10 years, at some point on Christmas Day, I have watched that sketch. I've either watched the entire episode, which isn't very good, or I've just watched that sketch. I've done that for 10 years in a row. That's the only tradition I've kept up. That's it. I watch Elliot Gould seduced by the spirits of Christmas, and then he's going to go drink himself to death. That's it. That's my tradition. But yeah, thank you for your comments. Was that was that anonymous? It was CJ. Oh, CJ. Thank C- you for your comment, CJ. <laughs> CJ had the last one. Oh, there's one more comment. I have one more comment to read from the uh, the album Exchange podcast. This is from King Shark. Now, King Shark says, The show's okay. I like both the albums you're throwing out, even though I wasn't too familiar with the IAEAs before I heard the show. But I'm listening to some of their stuff now and then, and I'm digging it. I know you just talked about Jimi Hendrix, but keep it up and put some more color in your Hall of Fame. How about some Miles Davis? You can't go wrong with Bitches Brew, fellas. It's probably his best-known album at this point, certainly the one that has the most mainstream recognition. Everybody who matters has heard Bitches Brew. Put it up on one of your episodes. Put it in your Hall of Fame. You know Miles Davis deserves it. He should be in every Hall of Fame, even the Baseball Hall of Fame. Fuck it, why not? The, the title track from Bitches Brew should be our national anthem, and I would definitely stand in respect if they played that in the stadium before the Yankees took the field. Keep making the episodes, and I might keep listening, but ignore Miles Davis at your peril. <laughs> And just to hammer the point home, if you were to click on King Shark's name, it automatically leads to the Wikipedia page for Bitches Brew. <laughs> Beautiful. That, that's their homepage, according yes, to their yeah. profile. Yes. Their so King, King Shark wants us to know that Bitches Brew is an album to keep your eye on. Your thoughts, oh. Kai. Your thoughts. Fucking A. Thanks. I'm going to listen to that shit. Oh, have you not heard Bitches Brew before? I'm sure I've heard some of it, but I don't I don't recall. Not that I've ever listened to the whole album. I've heard two Miles Davis albums in their entirety multiple times. Uh, the Birth of the Cool and Bitches Brew. Would you be willing to listen to it and maybe comment on it in a later episode? Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, the title track from Bitches Brew should be our national anthem. Now, uh, <laughs> Bitches Brew, the title track of the album? I think it's like 25 or 26 minutes long. That's a big commitment to get people to stand up for 25 minutes with their hand over their heart. <laughs> I think that's a better national anthem than what we've got now. I, I think I might prefer to stand think for it'd 25 be a, minutes. I think yeah. it'd be an upgrade. Yeah, it'd be an, for me, it'd be an upgrade. Kind of agreeing with King Shark. You know what? Yeah. I, I think if they played that, fuck, I don't know. I might stand up for it. I'm okay with that. I'll be, I'll level with you right now. I'm okay with it. Yeah, that sounds like a better idea for a national anthem to me right now. I would definitely be willing to do a Bitches Brew episode. I, I think he does deserve his moment of the sun. Miles Davis has had, like, all the accolades. I don't know how much the ghost of Miles Davis would appreciate being inducted in the Trap of Essentials canon, but hey, look. If it helps get him into heaven, fuck it. Why not? Oh yeah, Jesus. Guess what? I'm in the Trapo Essentials canon. Like, is, is that gonna <laughs> is that gonna help? Is that gonna help get him laid in heaven? I don't know. King Shark. I agree with you. We do need a little more color in the Trapo Essentials canon. Maybe Miles Davis is the man to. Uh, he's the next one on the list. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, bitches brew. That's a kind of a blast from the past for me. It's been a while since I've listened to it. Thank you very much for your comment, King Shark. We will cover that at some point. That's going to happen. It's going down. That's a good comment. I like the uh, like the energy. Yeah, I love the energy. I wish you could keep that up. That was it. We've read all our comments. That was the first edition of uh, Trapo's Mailbag. Is that, I think that's what we call it. <laughs> that's yeah, what, yeah okay. Trapo's Mailbag, under the influence. Yeah, whatever. We did the Trapo's Mailbag. But and, we, did, uh, we did the bag. Thank you very much for your Thanks comments. Thanks for your comments. Yeah, and uh, if you too, dear listener, would like to leave a comment, you can do so. All you have to do is point yourself at our official blog, trapposhow.blogspot.com. That's T-R-A-P-P-O show blogspot.com find the post of your choice and leave a comment we will we will address your comment on the air conversely kai tell them about the email thing holy shit we have an email and believe it or not it's real you can email us at dickblood69 that's d-i-c-k-b-l-o-o-d-d-6-9 at gmail.com Tell us your thoughts. Anything you have to say, basically. Even you, Big Bear. Listen to the latest episode. Listen to this episode. Tell us, about, oh, yeah, we addressed your comment, and you're a piece of shit. I don't give a fuck. Whatever. You, you know what, you Big Bear? You know what, man? I am the most negative person I know. I'm so down on myself and everything I do. But guess what? I like what I've been doing with Trapo. I like the way I've been editing this show. I think it's pretty fucking good. So if you want to keep pissing on my show, I'll, I'll kick fight you. you. I'll put... Fuck... I don't care. I will tear your fucking <laughs> throat. I'm sick of this, okay? I, I, uh, you son of a bitch. I know the show sucks, but I love making it. I love making this show. So if you don't want to listen to it, you can go listen to some other bullshit. Go listen to your fucking <laughs> again. I don't give a shit. I don't fucking care. I'm going to fucking shove my <laughs> your How about that? Easy. Hey, uh, I'm gonna be the big bear tonight. <clears throat> You're gonna be my little cub. This grizzly's gonna fucking sh- motherfucker. Tonight. I'm sick of it. Look, look, ladies and gentlemen, dear, dear listener, that's all gonna cut out. Dear, <laughs> listen, uh, dear listener, it's Trapo. It's our inaugural edition of Trapo's Mailbag. I, I don't even know if I'm speaking English at this point. I'm so drunk. Thank you very much, dear listeners, for tuning in to Trapo over the past several months. We've had a good year. We're hoping 2022 will be better. Not just for us, but for you as well. In the world. 2022, a better year for all of us. <laughs> Please. From the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening. I've been Dustin. I have been Kai. The Happy New Year, everybody. Now, get the fuck off the internet. <laughs> Trapo, the show that talks about stuff on purpose, is a Fenderman Incorporated production.